Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 9th of March. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Well, let's go to the scores on the doors at the opening. We had a close today of up 3.3 points, or 0.05%, just wilting fractionally into the close. It was up around 10-odd. 73.11.1 was the closing level. We opened at 72.92.2. We had a high of 73.28.5 and a low of 72.89.9. So a relatively narrow trading range, again today around 40-point trading range. We currently have Dow Jones futures down 16, NASDAQ futures down 15, just flashed up. So I thought I'd fill you in on those straight off. So nothing very exciting happening in the US markets. But today's three-point rise was not a bad effort, considering it was big cap dividend day today. BHP, Rio and CSL all falling over 2% on the back of those dividends. BHP and Rio alone was around 28 points of dividends. So if it hadn't have been that... Uh, we'd have been up around 30-odd points. So at the moment, we are seeing a little bit of headwinds every day from these dividends. So a three-point gain, not a bad effort in this market today, I have to say. Once again, we saw the banks leading the charge, really. The big bank basket was up 0.6 of a percent. CBA up 0.3, NABs up 1.5, and Westpac up 1.2%. Macquarie not doing much. The insurers slightly higher. IAG up 1.7% and Suncorp up 0.5, QBE down 0.3. Wealth managers not really doing too much. A few ex-dividends there as well. Perpetual down 3.4%. But um, we did see AMP up 1% and MA Financial down 0.9%. But industrials across the board generally pretty firm. Uh, Qantas up 0.4%, Telstra up 0.5%. Computer share up 0.9, West Farmers up 0.7, Aristocrat up 1.3, and we did have some standouts in the tech sector with WiseTech Global up 2.5%, zero, shooting the lights out. Unfortunately, the way it shot its lights out was by cutting costs, which means cutting people, around 800 people facing the chop, uh, but it was good enough for zero to push up nearly 11%, 10.7% higher today. So a pretty good bounce in zero. No longer, it seems, pursuing growth at any cost. But now the new CEO looking at a more disciplined approach, which I guess will get them there in a longer time period, but it may get them there. So uh, the market happy to reward them there with their cost cutting. And once again, another tech company cutting staff. We saw Alassian earlier in the week and zero. Now the latest, I was quite surprised. They have nearly 4,900 people employed at zero. Quite a lot of people. Anyway, uh, in terms of commodity stocks today, well, BHP and Rio both eased, of course, on the back of those big dividends coming out. BHP down 2.2%, Rio down 2.9%. But at most places elsewhere in the, in the resource space, everything in the garden was relatively rosy. And we did see lithium perk up, Pilbara 
up 4.4%. Mineral Resources up 1.9%. Linus up 1.6% uh, in the um, rare earth space. A few brokers warming to that one. IGO up 2.8%. Liontown up nearly 5% today, doing well as well. Fortescue only down 0.4%. And Energy Stocks also doing well today. Woodside up 1.2%. <coughs> Santos up 1.1, and the coal stocks also doing well too. Bouncing back hard, Old King Coal is a merry old soul today. Whitehaven up 5.6%, No Hope up 5.6%, and Yang Coal up 5.4%. So everything in the garden there, pretty rosy. Gold's not really doing too much today, I'm afraid. Uh, pretty much stuck in the doldrums at the moment. In corporate news today, the big winner today was Maya, which despite the rumours of the retailer's death, they do seem to be grossly exaggerated. Maya was up 18.3%. Stunning set of numbers. Four cent special dividend together with another four cent dividend. So a pretty good result. 18.3% higher for Maya today. In other news today, we had zero. Of course, we talked about that one. EML Payments, Atlanta Fox has reduced their stake. It appears that they uh, didn't read the small print and going over 10% would have required them to satisfy some Central Bank of Ireland requirements. So they have sold down uh, the stock rallying on the back of that slightly. Uh, no nefarious reasons for their selling down. And more the, um, the fact that they had misread the small print in terms of the banking licenses and financial requirements. In Ireland, up 5.6% there. 29M, 29 Metals, not having a very good day today, fessing up that the rain in Spain or the rain in Queensland has fallen mainly on the mine, and they were down 4.7%. They were down a lot worse at the open. Uh, they're going to have to suspend production there for around four weeks as they can't get access because the road is washed out at the moment. They did have a low of $1.28 and a half, a high of 148. They closed at 147, having opened at 133. So they were down around 14% at some stage and uh, did have a relatively good rally off the bottom. A few bargain hunters out and about in that one, which has been a bit of a dog recently, that's for sure. Talking dogs, 811, which is Atlantic Lithium went into suspense today. The stock fell 32% in London. It is listed in London. And uh, PLL, Piedmont, also suspended today at 87.5 cents. The reason for the suspension was a short seller's research piece on uh, Piedmont, PLL, and Atlantic in specific terms, as they are accusing Atlantic of corruption and bribery in Ghana to get their mining license, a pretty uh, serious allegation if it is proved to be true and would mean that they would be unlikely to get a mining license for their lithium project in Ghana. The repercussions for Piedmont, which is pinning its hopes on getting source material from Ghana to feed into its US plant, uh, would also have some ramifications there, hence the trading halt in that one. Nothing today on the economic front, apart from the banks passing on the 25 basis points pretty quickly. It didn't take them long. Um, nothing on the economic front, but Chinese CPI coming in slightly weaker than expected. 10-year yields, 3.70%. In the winners for Grinners today, let's go through it. Maya, 
which is defying all expectations of this retail downturn and the problems that people are talking about in terms of consumers pulling their belts tighter. 18.3% for Maya, MYR, the stock code there. WeBit Nano just keeps going higher. WBT, up another 10.8% today. 2 million shares traded. They do have some retail presentations next week. That'll be interesting. Zero, up 10.7% today. XRO, on the back of those uh, cost-cutting uh, strategic reviews, etc. And also uh, getting rid of 800 people. Renescore, having a good day today. Up 9.3%. RNU. ADT, Adriatic Metals, which is a polymetallic project called Rupees in Bosnia-Herzegovina, was up 6.4% today. They have really been going very strongly recently. Coal stocks also doing well today. No Hope and West or Whitehaven both doing well, up around 5.6% for those two. And ARU, back from the dead, Arafura, up 5.3% today as well. Losers today. Let's run through the losers. Uh, the top loser today was HLI. Not a stock that we talk much about. That is Helia Group, down 7.9%. BFL, also one of the losers today. That is uh, BSP Financial Group. That's the old Bell Financial, down 6.2%. Uh, Macmillan Shakespeare, MMS, down 5.2%. 29 Metals, 29M down 4.7. Terracom, not doing so well today. One of the coal stocks to miss the memo, down 4.6%. And Vulcan Steel, down 3.7%. Should be called Remington Steel, I suspect. IMU, Imugene, falling 3.7% as well. Positive sectors, well, pretty much everything today. Tax rates, industrials, banks, pretty much everything. Negative sectors, well, you could say that iron ore sector was negative because BHP and Rio were down, but given the massive dividends they paid out, they weren't really down that much at all. Uh, we did see the big bank basket rallying to 175.48, up 0.6 of a percent. The Alltech index up 2.3%, zero, of course, the star performer there. Gold steady at 27.48 in Aussie dollar terms. Hasn't really changed. Bitcoin falling away to 21,760 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar just a smidge under 66 at 65.97. Ten-year yields falling to 3.7%. And we do have a little bit of a mixed session in Asian markets. Japan up 0.5. We do get the Bank of Japan meeting <coughs> tomorrow with uh, the head teller there, Governor Kuroda. It is his last meeting, and he may want to go out with a little bit of a surprise. That's what the market is uh, firming towards. China down 0.4, Hong Kong up 0.2, and as I say, NASDAQ and Dow futures currently down a little bit. NASDAQ just coming across down 14 points. Movers and shakers today, uh, Pilbara doing well, 4.4%, and LIN, which is Lindian Resources, having a good day today, up 18.4%. They announced some high-grade REE extensions. REE is real, uh, rare earth's equivalent at Kangan Kundi. SLC, which is Superloop, also having a good day today, up 9.2%. They had a block trade go through, relieving some of the pressure there. AMA, been smashed recently, had a better day today, up 4.08%. Uh, 
and GCY not doing so well. Gascoigne uh, falling in a bit of a heap today, down 37.2%. Reinstatement after the capital raising. Nuren Pharmaceutical down 2.67%. A few nerves ahead of D-Day next week where they get the pronouncement from the US Drug Authority. And we saw Family Zone presenting to the Hartley's Rotnest Conference, which is on at the moment. That's always a, a big jolly for brokers in Perth. They were down 11.9%. And speculative stock of the day today was, uh, let's have a little look. Speculative stock of the day today stuck with Solstice Minerals, which was up 12.9%. They had some drill results at GSP uh, revealing high-grade nickel sulfide there. In a little bit more detail on some of the announcements today, we've talked about Atlantic Lithium at length. Maya reported a 101, that's a Dalmatian to you and I, jump in interim profit to $65 million as sales rose 24.2% to $1.9 billion over the 26-week period to January the 28th. What is Maya doing that others are not? They declared a special dividend of $0.04 cents on top of the interim dividend of $0.04. Cents. They also warned of macroeconomic conditions and uncertainty. They've just had a 101% jump in interim profit. They are doing something right. Zero. They're planning to cut seven to 800 rolls globally and exit cloud-based lending platform Waddle, whatever that is. And they paid a lot of money for Waddle. Now they're writing it down to zero. Uh, which is appropriate given their name. 30 to $40 million write-down, which is what they paid for Waddle in FY23. Uh, the management is targeting an operating expense to revenue ratio in FY24 of around 75%. 29 Metals has suspended all production and non-essential activities at its Capricorn copper operations in Queensland following extreme rainfall. It may last for up to three to four weeks. In economic news, not an awful lot out there. National Australia Bank and Westpac both passing on the full 25 basis point rise to mortgage borrowers. And in Asia, China's consumer inflation slowed sharply in February as economic activity led up following the end of the Lunar New Year. The CPI rose only 1% last month from a year earlier. Again, what are the Chinese doing that we're not? Maybe they're getting that cheap oil from Russia. The National Bureau of Statistics said Thursday that that was down from 2.1% in January and well below the economist's medium estimate of 1.9%. Core inflation, which doesn't include volatile food and energy prices, eased to 0.6% from 1%. Producer pricing dropped 1.4% last month. So they're doing something right. In the US and European headlines, uh, crypto bank Silvergate is shutting down in the face of market turmoil. And Chinese AI groups are using cloud services to evade U.S. chip export controls. Volkswagen's put its European battery plant on hold as it seeks 10 billion euros from the U.S. And the Amelia Island Collectors Car Auctions took place in the last couple of days. A record for the event. They uh, totaled 178.4 million U.S. dollars in sales that topped the 200, 2016 record 140 million US dollars 43 cars sold for over a million bucks it was up from 33 last year no sign of much of a slowdown there the top ticket item if you had a spare 18 million dollars in your pocket was a 1962 Ferrari 
250 GT short wheelbase California Spider. I have to say it is rather gorgeous, but it is $18 million. I'm not sure you'll ever get $18 million for a Tesla. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And of course, as usual, we will be back again tomorrow to do it all again. To do it all over again. Don't forget BHP and Rio, of course, ex-dividend tomorrow.